0: episode of the lockdown come on in guys get in here hurry up come on in as i said before i've got chairs for everyone have a seat i've got a couch over there you can sit on I've Sanitized the whole room guys so safe in here it's cozy i've got beer do you want a beer do you want some wine i got some wine i got some vodka i got some gin i got some whiskey i got some weird russian stuff i don't even know what it is it's all in a different language do you like coffee? I love coffee. You got to have it black today because I don't have any cream. But I'll make you a cup of coffee, just give me a minute. I also got this stuff called C4. Which, it looks like a can of nuclear energy, and I guess that's the whole point. It says it's got it's the performance differentiator c4 on the go formulated to enhance energy and performance in the gym on the field or wherever your fitness journey may take you well it's not taking you anywhere right now so this product is poorly marketed to the current climate can't go to the gym you can't go to the park you can't go you can't enhance your energy so just chill just chill with me Let's plug some sponsors, the people who I have to thank for the show. And you should thank if you aren't a sponsor. These are the kind folks that have donated their money to pay the rent on the shack while I am not working. And I really appreciate it. So, Ryan, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Vanessa. Huge shout out to Vanessa, by the way, guys. She just paid for a second month of rent she's been amazing thank you vanessa matthew thank you jennifer thank you nat appreciate the bucks connie thank you val jessica what's up thank you so much for everything you're doing to help and chris of course previous guest chris newcomb even donated you guys comedians are even helping so if you want to donate a dollar for a month $12 for 12 months, or any amount of money to help keep it going. I really would appreciate it. I know Vanessa would appreciate it. She's paid for the last two months. So you go to Venmo. My Venmo is Lachlan-Patterson-1, and you can go on there, and you can throw a buck or whatever in. $50,000, I will record the podcast forever. That is the number that we're trying to hit. Even if I'm lying in bed with cancer, just eating me to the bone and I'm on life support, I will have somebody come and wheel in my recorder and a little microphone and I will just, you can just listen to me breathe through a respirator. Should we get into some sesh talk on that? (laughs) On that note, let's get into some sesh talk right off the bat. I got to get into some sesh talk because um, sesh talk. segment, segment that I brought over from comedy. Sesh talk, guys. It's crazy out there. It's absolutely nuts out there. There's guys getting arrested. There's surfers getting shot at in Costa Rica. There's stand up paddleboarders being chased down in Malibu. One of the most famous surfing breaks in the world is just empty. And nobody is breaking the rule of crossing the beach. I read an article, because I don't... Look, the thing people don't understand, clearly the people who hand out the, the rules, the orders, have no interest in surfing. Because they don't know anything about it. The fact is that surfers don't really get within six feet of each other at all so that was sort of why i still surf i'm gonna drink i'm gonna drink to that i'm gonna crack a giant beer because fuck it all right so I i felt pretty just i felt pretty just going out and Surfing all over the place. I didn't really feel like I was hurting anybody. I even went to Sunset, which is, I've talked about, is vegetable soup when the swell's good. I only go to Sunset if the swell's really good. And the drawback is there's thousands of kids, people of all different degrees of skill, all paddling for the same wave. And they don't give a fuck if you are dropping in. They're coming in too. Everybody wants to go in. on a wave a lot of broken boards and it's frustrating and i've always been frustrated there well i paddled out all by myself and had sunset all to myself and i still sucked (laughs) it turns out i was blaming them for the wrong reason i got that was cool though i got to find out that it was nothing to do with them but then i went and read an article about on surfline i went on surfline and they have this guy wrote this article about why we shouldn't surf right now and i read it and it basically is saying look if you go out surfing and you get hurt or if you need to be rescued you're putting a lifeguard at risk they're going to have to go out there and they might get infected. You're also going to go if you do have to get taken to the hospital, you're going to infect everyone at the hospital and you're also going to take away a hospital bed f- from someone who might need it more. These are their arguments and they're like so there. True. You got me. I could those things could happen. I'm not I'm not going to be stubborn about it. Those could happen, but it's never happened. It's never once happened. I've never once in my over 10 years of surfing needed a lifeguard. I've never seen a lifeguard save a surfer, but you could, you could fall on your bicycle. You could fall probably a lot more easily driving, riding your bicycle in traffic. And they're, they are letting cyclists ride butt to butt down the highway, just sniffing each other's butts, so that they can get in shape and do the thing that they love. And no one's bugging them. What about, are we going to ban bicycling? Let's ban cycles as well. If you're going to ban surfing, ban cycles because you could easily fall on a bicycle and need to call 911 and take someone's bed because you were thinking of yourself. On top of that, you could probably, you know, you're probably doing a lot of chores around the house and you could fall off the roof. And you could break your back. So, no more chores? Is that what we're saying? It's really confusing. So, I am going to call fellow kook of comedy, Joe Prino. Brah. Brah. Welcome to Sesh
1: Talk. Bruh. Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me on Sesh Talk. Sesh Talk. Sesh Talk. I feel like the new seshes are just going outside. <laughs> like I had a sick sesh to CVS the other day got in hit the toilet paper area sprayed a little bit
0: <laughs> sick sesh bro oh man how was the lineup
1: oh yeah way crowded bro not, not enough social distancing
0: dude the surf line they should put Surfline cameras in the grocery stores
1: I actually had an idea for that back in the day. I I wanted to to start a company that was basically surf line for bars because I hate it when you go to a bar and it's too crowded. But then I realized so many people go to bars and don't tell their significant other that they're at the bar, so they wouldn't want to be on camera.
0: Yeah, it's it's a slippery slope.
1: But, but, what, but wouldn't it be great to like check out the the bar cam and be like, oh, just like medium crowded, couple hot chicks there. I'm in. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna strap up a board and head out.
0: Totally, man. It would be. It's a great idea. I think that there should be even just, you know, like a wide angle and everyone from above where you can't see people's faces. I think that would be fine. Yeah. And you could also see if it was busy, which is also good. Dead or busy right i love that you're at I the hate age it when it
1: too, i hate it when it was too packed.
0: that's the old guy in you
1: yeah although I've been, i bet i was always an anti-pack bar even when i was a young guy
0: oh i loved a i loved a good shoulder to shoulder
1: i'm actually i'm actually having a sex right now i'm having a a bench sesh out by uh the skate park
0: oh bro how's how's that line up
1: cool i mean yeah Super empty today, not too crowded. All the benches are firing.
0: Great. Winds onshore.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty onshore. It, it's it's breezy. It's not it's not as windy as it's been.
0: Okay. Sweet, dude. What do you what do you uh, what, what, are you wearing a, a pant pants shirt?
1: I'm wearing. Uh, I'm actually wearing compression tights, as has been my go to move with these. With these crutches, compression tight, short, hoodie jacket.
0: For for the fans who don't know, uh, Joe Prano broke his leg and snowboarding, and so he is wounded. He's on he's on a one leg. Team leg. Man, That's
1: correct, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, rocking the uh, rocking the crutches still. Although I was walking uh, the last couple days, but I, I I think I maybe went a little early, and uh, now I've. I've stepped back to crutches.
0: Let me let me ask you this. Do you follow what's going on out there in the water right now?
1: Uh, barely. I like I'll I'll check in on Surfline. Uh, I'll check my local spots. Like if I look out my window and I feel like it's going to be a good day, I'm like, "Oh, wind's pretty low, you know, but and and if I can hear the waves from my window, they're usually pretty they're usually you know other decent size so then i'll check the cams just to see what's going on um i also drove up to county line the other day just to get out and get a you know get a sense of what what the world is up to and scoped all the spots and then of course i follow all the instagram surfing stuff um so I'm, you know I, i'm not like seeking it out but i i feel like i'm like relatively in touch
0: okay and do you understand why there's there you know the order has come down against just banning surfing uh
1: i i guess i mean obviously the beaches are closed so i understand there's um you know i understand the need to close the beaches and i understand that you can't uh get into the water without the beach so you're you are breaking the law by getting out there but i saw i don't know if you saw the video you see the guys who took a boat into trestles the other day? No. Okay, a couple guys took like a little two boat into trestles, then a big cleanup set came and took their boat in.
0: No. But even before
1: the boat got taken in, lifeguards were on the shore with their sirens on, like demanding that they get out of the water. And it's like, hey, you can't close the ocean. I understand saying like, hey, if you're if, you go, if you're on the beach we're going to get you going out, we're going to get you coming in, but i don't know how you close the ocean. So i think if you do a loop around with this boat loophole, i think that's a fair game.
0: Well, i i read this article in Surfline and they're saying that by surfing you are, if you get hurt, you're forcing a lifeguard to go risk contamination saving you and you're also risking everyone in the hospital getting contaminated and you're potentially taking a bed up in a hospital that could be used for someone who is really sick.
1: Well, I feel like, I feel like basically right now with the beaches being closed, I think the ocean should be like an out of bounds situation on a ski mountain. You know what I mean? It's like ski at your own risk.
0: I agree. uh,
1: Out of bounds. Your, your ticket could get clipped. Like if you get into an accident in the ocean now, you're on your own, dude. Beaches are closed. There are no lifeguards. Sorry. You lose, you drown.
0: I think we're on the same page, bro. I agree. But it
1: seems unfair to say like you like that guy who they pulled out of the water in Malibu. Yeah. Know, like how do you do that? You say you can't paddleboard?
0: Like <laughs> I like that. I like that law.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I that's a, that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Hey, if we're just arresting stand-ups now, I'm down for that, but I mean, if we're just arresting people for using the ocean, that seems weird."
0: Yeah. It's really messed up, like, man.
1: Where does California's uh, jurisdiction on the ocean end? Like, how far out do I have to be, where then I'm like my own person, or I'm like in international waters?
0: Is it a mile? It might be a mile. Okay. I don't know, but I I, I couldn't agree more. And here's the other thing too: is if we're talking about getting injured, you could get injured a lot easier in your car, on your bicycle jogging i mean have you ever needed a lifeguard to rescue you no me neither
1: in fact i have i've rescued people you know
0: i know you have you rescued my lady
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. That was, that was a fun one
0: i mean <laughs> that was the one i rescued
1: that... your I, I rescued your relationship
0: <laughs> oh no i i think oh man <laughs> we've 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 come so far since then and so as she is as she i didn't realize she couldn't swim back then
1: <laughs> that's an all-timer moment you guys went out there and you went out in nine foot waves with a board tied on with a shoelace
0: yeah and also at sun, at sunset at like you know five six p.m when the when the sun yeah. was going down and she looked yeah. at me and she goes, how do we get in? And I said, let's go over there. And she goes, what about over there? And I go, "It over there is better. And she's like, and waves are coming. And she's like, I need you to explain to me why. And I got, you know, that's not about the ocean. That's about a relationship problem. And Yeah. <laughs> so how's how's it going uh, for you? How are you handling everything? That's a long, broad question. but.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. Were we were we uh, quarantined when I did my first session? No, I didn't. We weren't. We weren't even talking about this stuff when I dropped in on on the lockdown, right?
0: No, you. When you came by, we were good. I, the last time we were good was when you came to my kid's one year birthday party.
1: Right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the quarantine situation. I am definitely in the very small group of people that I think have benefited from this because I was basically on lockdown before with, you know, obviously my legs recovering to the point now where I'm able to sort of hobble around a little easier. But for, for most of January and February and a little bit of March, I was basically fully quarantined on my own with an injury. And I really felt like the world was passing me by, Um, you know, pilot season was cruising along without me comedy shows that I was supposed to be on were, you know, still going and I had to cancel. So it was, it was kind of depressing, uh, that I felt like, you know, I had to watch my team play while I was on injured reserve. So being in quarantine, you know, I'm recovering while the whole world is also stuck at home and I'm looking forward to, you know, this thing getting lifted in a couple months and me being, uh, at full strength again.
0: Wow couldn't have come at a better time for joe prano
1: it really couldn't i feel like kevin durant you know they canceled the nba season but kevin durant's like good i wasn't coming back till next year anyway
0: right totally yeah you're, there's a few people out there that like this this is good for like i mean i mean it's great for louis yeah <laughs> I,
1: I did you uh did you watch the louis special
0: i've i've got, I'm halfway it, th- i'm it, halfway through
1: is it
0: a watch or is it a listen? Oh, it's a. It's either. You know, if you can, li- if you can just listen to it, it's good. You don't need to see him, of course, but.
1: But it, but but it, but it was filmed. It is a film special. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: He films it in a small um, a small theater for him, and. Mm-hmm. It's classic Louis. He's a dickhead. And He's an asshole. But he's funny.
1: Yeah, I uh, I haven't watched it because I assume that it's very similar to the hour that I saw him do. He dropped in on uh, Eddie Iff weekend in Pittsburgh when I was opening for Eddie. Right. And uh, he snaked a couple dates. I actually ended up hosting one of the shows. Eddie hosted one of the shows.
0: Are you serious? Um, yeah.
1: Why yeah.
0: didn't Why didn't you? Did you tell everyone that, or were you just uh, kind of keeping that on the DL?
1: Um, I mean, I talked about it, I think, on Dirty Sports, uh, but I didn't, like, I didn't do a whole, I didn't do, like, a press conference or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know me, like, it's not like I'm out and about. I'm, I'm not usually, like, the chilling in green rooms sharing comedy stories kind of guy. So um, I maybe, I maybe told, I maybe told you at some point, but, I mean, I, you know, but yeah, I didn't, it wasn't, like, hidden knowledge, and it wasn't, I guess, broadcast. But yeah. I thought about doing a um a pot, my own podcast, uh, that I put up here and there about, you know, my thoughts on the whole thing and his said and whatever, and then I was like, ah, you know, everybody'll see it in time. I don't wanna share any of his jokes and I don't think my experience of deciding whether or not I wanted to bring him on stage were worthy of a whole podcast episode. But it was it was definitely an interesting weekend.
0: Yeah. Well, it was just it was weird or was it um, I mean, it must have been weird.
1: I mean, so basically Eddie and I uh, were doing a two-man show for the weekend. It was just it was just me and Eddie and then Louie came and he brought uh, Lynn Coplitz and Tony Wood to open for him. So oh, I love both them It was yeah, it was like Eddie hosting one night and then me hosting one night and then bringing up them and then bringing up Louie. So the green room got pretty crowded. Um, I kind of stayed out of it, like, for the most part. Louie was, I mean, extra nice to everybody. Like, he, you know, he was a pretty quiet guy uh, to all of us. But, uh, but at the same time, his assistant or whoever was traveling with him, like, handed me a couple hundred bucks and said, "Louis really appreciates it. And, uh, you know, I, I maybe talked to him for, like, a total of one and a half minutes. And uh, I really didn't, you know, everybody knew what they were there for. The show sold out in seconds. So I really didn't have to do much in the way of uh, bringing him on stage. I brought up Tony Woods and I brought up Lynn. And then I said, you all know why you're here. He's one of the best comics of all time, Louis C.K., you know?
0: Norm MacDonald.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just kidding. Louis Um, C.K.
1: So, and that was it. And, And, you know what was most interesting for me was watching the crowd watch him. Like I did a lot more watching their faces than I did watching him on stage. Um, Because you could tell that there was like a lot of 20 and 30 something white dudes there. And then like brought their girlfriends and the girlfriends were like, I'm not sure how I feel about being here, but like, I'm here for him. And then how he would like slowly turn each person in the crowd was interested Really? Yeah, like I think he did a lot of the stuff about his Incidents uh, Upfront and and I think that settled a couple of women back and then you know, he's doing stuff I'm sure that is in his special. I, I feel like he tried to like be an equal opportunity Offender He's like here's why it's okay to say retard still, you know, and
0: 20 minutes and, like 20 minutes on on the word retard
1: Yeah and like you you see these people in the audience these like women who are obviously offended by the whole like sexual misconduct thing but then they're laughing at you know retard jokes and you're like look this he's sort of proving the point here like what what offends you might not offend everybody else and what offends everybody else that might, might not offend you so
0: everything you're kind of, every single a joke I, I um what's his name i took a comedy class once when i first moved to la and the teacher said i can't remember his name but he said every single joke will offend somebody tell me any joke right now and i'll tell you how it's offensive it's um comedy stems from negative opinions so you're right and louie's right totally go ahead
1: yeah, no, that was, that was just it, it. it seemed like he, you know, everything was like the equal level of, like, he was like, I'm going to say the worst stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about all the things that everybody says you shouldn't talk about I talk about rape and, and, and raping dead people and, and, you know, retards and sexual assault and all this stuff. And his point, it seemed like to me was if you laugh at any of these, then you're sort of giving the blanket that they're all okay. Right. And if you if you laugh at none of them, okay, you're that person. But, like, I saw him do, you know, I, I saw a woman with her face being like, I hate him, and then laughing at a, you know, having sex with his dead father joke or whatever it was, you know? And it's like, if, if, if necrophilia rape is inoffensive, I'm pretty sure him not taking his dick out is.
0: Right, when he talks about... I don't know if it was his his mom who died and the person who came to get his mom's body was in the room for a little extra long time. Yeah. And then he just made a face and everyone went there. And he goes, I'm not saying that he molested my dead mother. I'm just saying he was in there for a long time. And made made them make that step. Right? You guys are the ones who assume that when I said i just said he was in there for a long time right he was t- he was fucking with them pardon me but he was totally fucking with them yeah and so it was, it was
1: in- interesting i i i i'll i'll probably watch it at some point just to see where it went because that was last january so it's basically you know uh 14 15 months ago that i saw it so i'll just from a comedic uh, writing standpoint, I'd be interested to see what made the cut, what didn't, how the jokes changed from then till now. But I imagine he also filmed it a couple of months ago. So, you know, just to see where it went in the few months between where I saw it and when it got to the point where he thought it was publishable. That, that will be the interesting part for
0: me. Right. Now, you and me are comedian so for us it's it's understandable that this is almost like homework for us and people forgive us for watching louis but there's a lot of people who listen to the show who probably think we should have erase him from the history of comedy and he should be gone and i to that what's your opinion on should we should we keep listening to louis
1: Look, I, I, I think I was pretty open on this show, on, or sorry, not on this show, but on our former show on the of comedy of saying that like I was kind of, I was kind of over the Louis schtick, uh, personally for a while. I just felt like it was like a little bit redundant. Like we get it, you jerk off and whatever. Not to say he's not an incredible. He's like he is one of the greatest comedians of all time, um, and he's a great writer and he's a great comic. But like, I don't need to. I don't need to see Lou, more Louis from the standpoint of like, I just need to know, like, I need to hear Louis' newest stuff. Like, I'll watch every Dave Chappelle thing just to see, like, what's Dave Chappelle up to as a person? Like, but yeah, I think from the homework standpoint, you're totally right. Like, that's why I'll watch it. Uh, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion, but you're, you, you know, if, if somebody thinks what Louis did is so bad that he should never be heard from again, then he doesn't have to ever be heard from them again. But I also don't think that somebody's opinion, like, basically, your opinion raping me if you say, I don't, I can't listen to Louie ever again. Opin- now you're just doing what, what Louie did, but you're doing it with your opinion. You're just saying, like, no, you're he should never be. It's like, no, that's your opinion. So you will never have to hear from him again if you don't want to.
0: You heard it from Joe Prano. Don't opinion. Don't, op-
1: don't opinion rape me. <laughs> i said i said i don't want your opinion and no means no <laughs>
0: awesome dude can you snap a photo of yourself uh so that i can post it maybe um maybe i'll if it's good i'll make it the the poster page on the soundcloud
1: you got it i will literally turn around the second that we're done here and get get you a selfie of me out here on the bench
0: great and we'll call it sesh talk uh, thanks man. I hope you're doing well, dude.
1: I'm I'm hanging in there and uh I look forward to uh getting back into the water with you when when we are free to do so. I have been and this is my big reveal for the podcast, this is my plug, Laughlin. I have been practicing my pop up. That's where I'm at physically right now. I can it
0: out. Up. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, it's not clean and it's not good, uh, but I am laying down on my stomach. Paddling on my little rug and popping up to two feet, and you know it's it's fairly smooth. Is I feel like it's first first time cooking uh,
0: baby first pop up again. You get you getting that right knee in. You got to get that right knee in. Yeah,
1: you know it's interesting. You know what I'm doing is now that we're gonna do the surf thing is uh you know they call it like a Australian style where you set your back foot first. I had never done that before, and now I'm sort of trying that a little bit. Because uh, usually it was just more of a, a pop up to both feet, simultaneously, so more of a quick hop. But the Australian style is apparently like turning that right knee if you're a regular up, and getting that right foot kind of set and then almost stepping into it. Um, so that was my first attempt. I was Auss- Aussie
0: styling. Nice. I've never heard of that. That's, yeah. that's new to me. Yeah. Well there good good well, thanks for having me, bro.
1: Keep keep locking down.
0: <laughs> I will do I will. Thanks for coming on the show again. That was Joe Prano, you guys. Say goodbye to Joe. Bye guys. Later, buddy. Miss Later, you. Bro. Joe Prano. That was great. That was a great sesh talk. I'm glad we did that. Ethan, I still need music. Ethan, you said you were gonna send me some music, bro. Why am I going to do that? Have you guys been following the who? Who's that? I'm asking you, who do I follow? Yeah, you follow the who. Who are they? They're the who. Well, if maybe if you told me who they are, I would be able to follow them. This is going to keep going until someone tells me to cut it out. Somebody has got to tell me to cut it out. I wrote meditate here. I don't know why I wrote meditate because I don't meditate. Meditating is something that a lot of people are doing right now, and I think it's great if you can do it. My head just gets busy it's just like it's just like a Benny Hill sketch, you know just that song is going, and my brain is going it's just going crazy. The more time I spend in silence, the louder my brain gets. Do you ever notice that the only two sprees are shopping sprees and killing sprees? Nobody goes on a reading spree. I noticed that, especially not me. Sometimes I'll read something and then after I finish reading it, I'll put it down and go, I gotta reread that tomorrow because I have no idea what I just read. Things must be tough in the White House right now, I'll tell you. Especially for that Secretary of Defense. Oh, God, that guy's got a tough job. Think about it. Defending the entire nation against a terrorist attack and being a secretary? Oh, God, man. What a crazy life he must have, or she... Mr. President, I've outlined a strategy to protect us against the threat of a nuclear attack from North Korea. Also, your coffee is right beside you, and I've ironed your shirts. And we have a two o'clock luncheon with Dan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Dan is, but. Are you drinking more? you guys drinking more who's getting drunk you know the last time something like this happened a pandemic was the spanish flu in 1918 and i know and i remember prohibition was right after that i don't know if the two are related but i do know that we're drinking a lot my friends are all getting wasted i'm i went through a bottle of white zinfandel yesterday what a nightmare white Zinfandel's good i give it i mean we all mess with white zinfandel but it's pretty tasty drink responsibly. That's all I can tell you. Just make sure you drink responsibly. Don't be a irresponsible drinker. Don't drink too responsibly though. Some people drink too responsibly. I I've done that. That can like the other night I I got wasted on a bottle of Jim Beam and filed for unemployment. That was oh, I'm I don't even think I wrote down my address right. You guys watching anything good? You guys have any good shows you can recommend? recommend a good show for me i've got amazon and i've got am i've got i've got hbo and i've got netflix if you have any of those three let me know what to watch or if there's something just you know on youtube that i need to watch you can send me that don't go nuts don't start sending me a whole list i got a kid I got about two hours. I tried to watch a movie last night and I got about an hour into it and he started crying. So just send me one thing that you really liked. I didn't watch, I watched half of that Tiger show on Netflix and I just found that it was going to a dark place and I just can't. I can't right now. Gotta stay positive. Problem, it's hard to stay positive with the news. The media is just a bunch of idiots, man. Can I be honest? Most of the news is dumb. And I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm getting to see the true colors of my media sources. The New York Times, dumb. Any news source that's quoting numbers, you're dumb. You're an idiot because you don't know. You don't know how many people are sick because you're only testing a small number of people. So why are you telling me how many people are sick, infected? You don't know. You've already admitted that some people don't even show signs that they're asymptomatic, so I could have it. Have you counted me? You don't know what you're talking about. You're only scaring people. You're only having people share that information with everyone else and creating this monumental mind fuck. Stop giving me numbers and give me helpful tips. When should I buy a crossbow? When do I shave my son's head into a mohawk and put a studded dog collar around my wife and put a bikini on her, and put her on the back of a motorcycle, and rip around throwing rocks. When do I light my garbage can on fire? I don't care about your numbers. Ethan, where's my music, bro? You said you'd send me some music. You guys being nice to each other? You can't get it through smiling and saying hi. Don't shrug when you walk by people either, like, Oh, luckily I shrugged when I went by Amor. I would have got sick. How long before the CDC comes out and says, all right, new rule? When you walk by someone, you have to keep your head down and you have to shrug your shoulders like they are disgusting. So we got to do that now. Ridiculous. But trying to stay positive, Brody Stevens. You know, just stay positive. Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. As I sit here in my garage with a samurai sword next to me, don't go crazy. Easter Sunday's coming. Bananas, my bunny rabbit is very excited about Easter Sunday. He's going to be hiding chocolates all around the yard. And so he's getting, I saw him last night, looking, scoping out different corners of the yard. He loves this quarantine. It just means we spend more time with him. My little guy loves him too. They play. Uh what a great what a great pet, a bunny. Well I gotta go, you guys. My little guy's awake. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reviewing and rating. Send me some feedback, you guys. This is one of the brightest days things in my day. It's really fun. Oh, I also put a peephole in. I put a peephole in so now I can see outside and make sure no one's listening because I'm paranoid.